I'm Lindsay McFarlane, and you are listening to the Be Daring Podcast, Episode 15, All or Nothing. Hey, everybody. How are you? Hopefully good. We're going to talk today about all or nothing, kind of the mentality that we create around all or nothing. Basically, we're all in or we're all out. And this can apply to so many areas of your life. If you look at your life, um, as we talk about some of these things, you'll see and have ideas of where it pops up for you. Um, I know that people that tend to be more perfectionist in things are very, can be very hard on themselves and it's all or nothing. It's either perfect or it's not good enough. And so this can really cause drama, I guess, if you want to call it drama in your life and kind of hold us back at times. Um, It can put us in a place of being stuck. We can want to procrastinate everything because it's not good enough or we're not doing it right or it's not enough. Um, I know that for many people, this comes up with weight loss or eating. It's all or nothing, right? We're either on this diet or we're off. We're totally off the diet. And so I know over the years, I've learned with my eating patterns how to stop doing that. Um, When I was younger, I worked at Great Harvest when I was in college. And if you've ever eaten Great Harvest bread or pastries, cookies, they're so good, right? So, of course, I'm living off of Great Harvest and, you know, probably gained 15 pounds while working there. And then I kind of went into this all or nothing thinking like, okay, I am completely not going to eat bread or any of these things that I have been eating because I gained this weight and I'm going to go very restrictive and do all of these things. And yeah, I would do well, but then I would bounce back, you know, and I saw this yo-yo going on. I would lose 10 pounds. I would gain 10 pounds. I would do this and, you know, and I carried that around with me and I didn't want to do it anymore. And I wanted to be able to eat food and enjoy life. And so I decided to change how I was approaching that and not do it with so much all or nothing. And so I've maintained that way of eating throughout my life. There have been periods of time where I've been more restrictive, I guess you could say. I've, you know, I've had four kids, so I gained 30, 35 pounds every time. And so I would have to lose weight after that. But my mentality now is I moderate, right? So instead of just being like, I eat four cookies, forget it. I'm going to eat whatever the heck I want for the next however long until I decide to eat healthy again. I just say, I ate the four cookies. (laughs) Now what? You know, so now what is I'm just going to keep moving forward in my life. I'm going to try to make a healthier choice next time. And I'm still probably going to have another cookie tomorrow. But I just try to moderate that. And it has helped my mind to calm down about all or nothing with eating, with exercise. Even with exercise, I can remember you know, 20 years ago, it was like, if I can't do an hour class at the gym, then 
it's not even worth my time. It's not worth my time to go take one lap walking around the block. What's that going to do? You know, and I do not think that way at all anymore. Now it's like when I don't want to do it, I just say, I'm putting on my shoes. I'm going to walk one lap. And most of the time, the one lap turns into two laps and then I'm done or whatever, you know, maybe even more. But when we wrap our head around all or nothing, we sabotage ourselves. <laughs> so one thing that's kind of cool, and I don't know if you've ever heard of Gretchen Rubin, but she talks about how um, there's kind of two types of people. And I want you to think about yourself and maybe what kind of person you are. There's an abstainer and there's a moderator. So let's, we'll put this back into eating, I guess. So if you are someone that is, brings more peace to your soul to abstain from like all sugar or whatever that is, if that helps you to achieve the goal that you need, then you're probably more of an abstainer. A moderator is going to moderate, right? So they're going to say, I am going to try to eat healthy, but you know what? If I eat a cookie, I'm going to eat one and I'll be done. And you can manage that. And if you feel more at peace with that, then you're a moderator. I know I'm a moderator for sure, <laughs> because if you tell me 100% that I can't do something, I rebel against it so hard. So it's like if someone tells me you can have absolutely zero sugar or you have to exercise this amount or you have to whatever, it's like I rebel against it. I know this came up for me when I went through the life coach school and they taught us a certain way to organize our time. And I kept trying to rearrange how they taught me to do it. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to do it that way. And so I kept trying to rearrange, kept, kept trying to rearrange it. Um, but really, when it came down to it, what they were telling me was right. I just kind of rebelled against it. But I did just have to moderate what they gave me into what works for my life. So if that makes sense, kind of keep that in mind as we talk about this. And are you an abstainer or a moderator? And you know which one you are by which one brings you the most peace. So one way that this comes up to all or nothing, which I've thought about a lot, is in your relationships. And sometimes we don't think about this, but we do it. And it's like, oh, well, I don't have time to call her or I don't have time to do this or I don't want to do so and so thing, you know, to with in a relationship, whether that's your spouse or family or in-laws or whatever it is. And so kind of being aware of that and being like, you know what, I don't have the time to call, but I'm just going to shoot a quick text like, hey, how's it going? Miss you, you know, and something like that where you're still connecting with these people in your life or you're still trying to improve who you are showing up as in this relationship. And it doesn't always take as much effort as we think. But sometimes in our mind, we think about our relationships like all or nothing. Like either I have to call or I'm not contacting or, 
either I, you know, maybe you're trying to spend more time with a spouse or whatever that is. Spending more time can mean a million different things. It can mean sitting and listening and being there for five minutes while they talk to you. Or maybe you're trying to serve them more. Serving, it could be a small, tiny note to them. Like, you don't have to be all or nothing. So hopefully that makes sense. But it comes up in our relationships as well. So think about how that comes up for you in your most important relationships and how you want to show up. Even if just giving a little bit is all you can do, that's fine. Um, I was thinking also, we, so the past six months, seven months, we, you know, have been remodeling this home. It was a 20-year-old home that needed some updating. And when it was put on the market, it was a 20-year-old home that needed updating. And it had really old furniture in there. And there was like stenciling on one of the walls that I was not my thing. And there was bathroom light fixtures that just needed to be pulled out. They've got some rust on them and just updated. But as I walked through that home the first time, I had this vision of what I wanted. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to have every single piece of that house the way I wanted it right away right? That would cost a lot of money. And we just put a lot of money into buying the home. And so I knew that I could kind of pick and choose what was most important to me to get done within that home. And I also was able to look at that home and see what it would become. And so because I kind of had that vision, as we walked through it, you know, my husband and left and we left and we were like, huh, you know, and my husband, I think, didn't really even think about the home again because some of the other ones that we had looked through were immaculate and everything was just how it should be. And um, this one needed some updating, but the real estate market has been insane. And so I knew I, if we really, you know, if our intention and want is to buy a home, this might work because I'm not sure other people walking through are seeing what I'm seeing. And that is, you know, remodeling this kitchen and just updating little things in the home to make it better. And it's kind of the same with us. Like if we can, if we're willing, almost like remodeling yourself, if you want to look at it that way, if you're willing to kind of drop some of the things that you just think are absolutely necessary, you know, the perfectly clean house, the perfect body, the perfect spouse, the perfect kids, the, when we can drop that and just come in with, I'll do what I can when I can, you will feel a ton of relief from this all or nothing perfectionist mentality. And you'll be able to start building yourself little piece by little piece instead of feeling overwhelmed by I need to rehaul every piece of who I am or what I'm doing or, you know, and sometimes that all or nothing mentality creates so much anxiety and overwhelm that we are stuck and we don't move forward 
just because we are trying so hard to do so much. So I have this other little example as well that I was thinking about. And we, um, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And so we really strive to read our scriptures every day. And that can be challenging. And that can also be an all or nothing mentality. Like we can some days feel like, or some weeks on it, and then you skip like a week and you're like, well, I am way off. So why jump back in? But dropping that and being like, huh, I wonder, and looking at yourself with curiosity rather than beating yourself up. Because every time that you put yourself down or beat yourself up, you are stopping your growth. You're basically stopping it and staying stuck. So instead of looking and criticizing and beating up ourselves, we want to look at what we're doing with curiosity, almost like looking in on yourself. So you're asking, huh, I wonder why I skipped all those days of reading, or I wonder why I feel like I'm eating too much, or Huh. Instead of being like, oh, you're so dumb, like you were supposed to do this and that and did, and you didn't do any of it, you know? But um, so I got a little off track, but <laughs> I wanted to tell you the example of reading the scriptures with our kids. And this has always been a challenge because as you know, we're a blended family and we have kids here and there and everywhere. I don't even know how to describe our schedule, but it's insane. <laughs> so I've lived both ways, right? Where it's not a combined family and a combined family. And combined families just have a special kind of insanity that I don't know how to describe with scheduling. Um, and so some nights kids are there, some nights they're not. And in general... That's kind of how the teenage life is as well, because they have activities and stuff going on. And we have all teenagers and four adults right now, four teenagers, four adults. So I just told Rob, my husband, I was like, let's just say 8.30, read one verse. Just that's it. One paragraph, one small paragraph. Maybe it's even like two sentences. And we are going to set that minimum, minimum goal. And guess what happened? The first week we did it one time and I just thought I'm not going to beat myself up. We have this small goal. We're just going to keep plugging. And the next week we did it like three times. And now we're, we're still getting there. We're still building on it. We still skip some days, but we're getting more in the habit. But if I would have said up front, we absolutely are reading every night at 830 this much this amount. And if we miss, you know, and then beat myself up. But because I'm able to drop that, it keeps that consistency rolling, even though it's less than what I would really want. It's still happening. So you can apply that to all areas of your life. So think about yourself. Think, am I an abstainer or a moderator? And then I want you to quit beating yourself up. Just stop it. Just stop. No more. We're all imperfect. Look at the areas you want to improve and improve them in small increments. Make goals. I don't want to tell you to set the bar low, but I'm going to tell you to set the bar low. 
set it lower. And if that's how you're going to achieve your goal is by setting the bar a little bit lower, then do it. I hope you guys have an awesome week. If you can, rate and review the podcast. I am so grateful for those of you that have reached out to me and told me that it's helped you. And I hope it does. I know that my training as a life coach and just studying all this stuff has helped me a ton and I love sharing it. So have a good one, guys. You can find me on Instagram, Lindsay McFarland Coaching. My website is lindsaymcfarland.org. See you next week.